Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, January 22nd. Here is an update from today's show. A little after 1 a.m. Eastern Time this morning, Chief Justice John Roberts rebuked House impeachment managers and defense lawyers for President Trump over their decorum. Roberts is presiding over the third impeachment trial of a president in U.S. history. He's mostly kept quiet, but he jumped in after acrimonious exchanges between House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler, the Democrat from New York, and Trump lawyers Pat Cipollone and Jay Sokolow. Roberts said it's appropriate at that point for him to admonish both the House managers and the president's counsel in equal terms to, quote, remember that they are addressing the world's greatest deliberative body. One reason it's earned that title, Roberts explained, is because members avoid speaking in a manner and using language that's not conducive to civil discourse. Roberts added that a House manager was admonished by the chief justice during a 1905 impeachment trial of a federal judge for using the phrase pettifogging. Pettifogging is a term that means placing undue emphasis on petty details. Roberts quipped that the Senate doesn't need to aspire to that high of a standard, but he said those addressing the Senate should remember where they are. Just before 2 a.m., the Senate finally voted to accept the ground rules that will guide the rest of the trial. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell was forced to revise his proposed rules, the ones I told you about yesterday morning, in order to avert a rebellion among Republicans. In the end, the final parameters of the trial were approved on strictly partisan lines, but the measure passed only after revisions to placate moderate Republicans. Now, both the Democratic impeachment managers and Trump's defense team will have up to three days each to make their case, and evidence from the House will be entered automatically unless there's an objection. The changes were so last minute that there were handwritten scribbles in the legislation marking the revisions. After those tweaks, the rules now largely mirror what the Senate used for Bill Clinton's trial back in 1999. One of the senators most upset about the initial provisions was Susan Collins, uh, the Republican from Maine, who will be a key swing vote on procedural matters during the trial. But the concern spread beyond the closely watched core of GOP swing senators. Rob Portman, the Republican from Ohio, for example, was among those who voiced strong objections during a closed-door lunch with Republicans before the trial started about the two-day timetable. The provision didn't please Lisa Murkowski, the Republican from Alaska, either. They were all worried that it would make it look like Republicans were ensuring that there was not a fair trial. Democrats seized on McConnell making those changes as proof that a small clutch of GOP senators facing public opposition to any component of the highly contentious trial could force the Senate Majority Leader to reverse course. Though, the Kentucky Republican ultimately did win all 53 GOP votes in favor of his measure. On other issues, Republicans killed attempts from Democrats to modify the parameters of the proceedings to allow for an assortment of documents and a slate of witnesses at the outset. In a sign of fatigue, at least on the GOP side, McConnell halted trial proceedings shortly before 9.30 p.m. last night in a bid to negotiate an end to the hours-long debate over amendments to his proposed set of rules that seemed destined to go on for much longer and that also seemed destined to fail. But after a brief recess that allowed the senators to talk, the two sides didn't reach a deal to speed things up. That's why it went until about 2 a.m. Earlier in the debate, 
Chuck Schumer, the Democratic leader, and his members forced an attempt to subpoena documents kept by the White House, including the National Security Council, as well as separate efforts to obtain records from the State Department, the Pentagon, and the Office of Management and Budget. All these agencies are completely stonewalling, refusing to turn anything over. Democrats also pushed to summon former National Security Advisor John Bolton, acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney, and other administration witnesses that Democrats have been demanding for weeks. Every single one of those things was rejected on a party-line vote. All 100 senators were compelled to stay in their seats through the trial without their phones. All they can do is drink water and milk. No coffees allowed. So maybe it's not shocking that slumber claimed its first victim about five hours in. About 5.30 p.m. last night, Senator James Reich, the Republican from Idaho, fell asleep for about 15 minutes. Reich is chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, which oversees the State Department. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts. 